Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's your host, Sherry Stahl. Do you have a plan? Well, that question is the title for episode 52 on the Soul H2O radio and podcast show featuring an interview with Kay Wills Wyma, a blogger, author, vodcaster, and one wise woman. Listen to the devotion to get a great perspective on how important having a plan is and stay tuned for the interview as Kay and I discuss how we're not going to let our schedules, the demands of others, or busyness be the boss of us. Download Soul H2O journal pages help you dive deep into the teaching segment and quench your spiritual thirst. They can be found on today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 52, along with information about our guest. So let's dive in to today's Soul H2O devotion and get refreshed. Can you believe it's mid-January? For many, New Year's resolutions have already been broken and left behind in the dust. Last year, my New Year's resolution was twofold. My first goal was to print less, and second was to get things done. I feel confident that I succeeded at my first resolution to print less, which really helped me to get more organized. I've struggled my whole life with a paper addiction. Embarrassingly, for years, I've had offices with out-of-control piles of paper that would overwhelm me and defeat my resolve to fulfill my second goal for 2020, to get things done. I'd be losing before I even started. To be completely honest, I failed to hit the second target in a way that I believe God wanted me to. Now, I don't want you to have any misconceptions here. I don't feel condemned by God, and I'm not sharing this with you as a form of penance to an angry God who's shaking his head with a look of disgust. No. In contrast, I feel God was sad that I became overwhelmed, disorganized, and didn't live up to all the great things that he had planned. I feel his consoling and encouragement to keep going towards the goals that he's put in my heart. I sense that he sees more in me than I see in myself. And because of this, I feel motivated to make a difference this year, like when I was graduating from Bible college, filled with hope and anticipation of all the good that God has in store for my future and this year, even a pandemic year. Just because I didn't hit the mark last year doesn't mean I can't hit it this year. And just because you didn't hit the mark last year doesn't mean you can't this year. This year can be the year that you get organized, healthy, take a course, start a program, move, break free from bondages, start a new job, find a better group of friends, or finish that project that's nagging at your heart. This can be the year that you begin to do the things that God has planned for your life. But do you have a plan? Benjamin Franklin most famously said, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. His point emulates Psalm 90 verse 12 that says, teach us to number our days carefully so that we may develop wisdom in our hearts. The original language of the word number in this verse is said to mean that we would count 
number, a point, a sign, a portion, perfect, or reckon our days. Well, our reckon isn't just a hillbilly expression, but a statement of reckoning. As a former director of finance, I know what it means to make the books reconcile. There's a lot of work involved in planning out your finances to balance the budget, and your life isn't any different. God wants you to live with intentionality so you make the most of each and every day, not haphazardly loafing through life, missing the mark. Seriously, people's lives depend on you fulfilling your God-given destiny. They need what God's placed inside of you and me. So let's get the purpose out of this year. Let's plan to see God do the miraculous and make something great with a year that already is starting off with major setbacks. Proverbs 21 verse 5 says, The plans of the diligent lead to profit, as surely as haste leads to poverty. You see, God's Word is trying to teach us that there's a direct correlation between planning and profiting, haste and have not. The really sad part is when you hastily work without a wise plan and simply wear yourself out. That's why this year, my 2021 New Year's resolution is to live planned out and get things done. I'm working with some wise people to help build my plan. And I'm asking you, do you have a plan? Revive Our Hearts with Nancy DeMoss Walgamuth is committed to calling women to freedom, fullness, and fruitfulness in Christ. As the author of over 20 books and leader of the True Woman Movement, Nancy has dedicated her life to introducing and guiding women through biblical womanhood. Revive Our Hearts with Nancy DeMoss Walgamuth, weekdays at 1130 a.m., right here on Joy, hometown Christian radio for the GTA. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Well, today we are here with Kay Wills Wyma. She is just an incredible lady, a blogger, author, vodcaster, and mother of five. So we know she doesn't just sit around and eat bonbons. <laughs> with candor and humor, she has tackled troubling societal issues like youth entitlement, aka cleaning the house, comparison pressures in her I'm happy for you, sort of, not really, and stress-laden overwhelm in her book, Not the Boss of us, what we're going to talk about today. Her latest book, The Peace Project, comes out May 2021, and it invites readers to join another Wyma experiment. Science proves that the benefits of thankfulness, kindness, and mercy individually, magic occurs when you put them together and when you practice them together. Kay hosts the Say Something Show video podcast and is found of uh, founder of Neighborhood Studies. She regularly speaks, contributes, and is a guest 
guest on local, national, and international platforms, having appeared on the Today Show, CNN, the New York Times, Focus on the Family, and honestly, so much more. Before becoming a stay-at-home mom, she held positions at the White House, the Staubach uh, Company, and Bank of America. She was a banker. Kay lives in the Dallas area with her husband, John, and their wonderful family. Kay, I am so excited to have you on Soul H2O. <laughs> Thank you for having me. And I'm just sitting there going, that bio is overwhelming. <laughs> I know. (laughs) So we've set set the stage beautifully. (laughs) Set the stage beautifully. Yeah. For a discussion on overwhelm. And, you know, people have heard the the devotion already, the Soul H2O devotion, where I bear my soul that this year I have made my New Year's resolution to get rid of overwhelm and to really... um, number my days and plan them out and to make the most of them by living a planned out life and not letting overwhelm take over in 2021. And so when I was, you know, thinking about how I've made this decision and and made this resolution for this year, I was remembering about how we met a couple of years ago Mm -hmm. when you just released your book, Not the Boss of Us. And I had read it. It really helped me at the time. But then I like slacked off. And, you know, so I, I'm really selfishly doing this episode. I'm doing it to bringing you on so I can let everyone else here too, and they're going to benefit from it. But I needed this refresher course on your how to not be overwhelmed. So thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. And I do think it's a great topic, especially where you go, especially at the beginning of the year when you get hit by all these mm. to do's, you know, do this, do that in order to be. And that stuff is so, it is overwhelming. So we have pressures and stresses and all kinds of things that weigh heavy upon us. And it's like, what if we reframed all of the world's overwhelmed and instead repurposed it by attaching it to truth? Like if you can switch your overwhelmed and when you start to feel that heaviness come in and put it in its place, call it out and put it in its place, and instead be overwhelmed by the truth, it kind of changes the narrative and it, it brings freedom in instead of the heaviness that we can so often feel when overwhelm starts to weigh itself down on us. Yeah. And I love in your book how you've done that. You've taken like these different aspects of feeling overwhelmed and how that that sense of being overwhelmed comes into our life in, in four yeah. really distinct areas and how the God's truth can really uh, attack that overwhelm and put it in its place and let it not be the boss of us. And I think, you know, so often life just gets carried away. Um, I, I look at, you know, seriously, we're reading your bio, which is just filled with a lot of stuff that you have done that you are doing. And, you know, you're just a regular mom too. I love that about you when we met, that you are just this real girl. And so I know that life sometimes gets carried away and things don't go the way you planned. Even in in working out this show on being planned out, not being overwhelmed, emails didn't work and and forms didn't get through. And and so life can really throw a a wrench in (laughs) to things. And how do you actually deal with that kind of stuff where life just gets out of control and you all of a sudden feel you're overwhelmed. Okay. So one of the biggest things, and I love that you brought all that up because 
that like a bio, any of our bios, I'm in my mid fifties. So that's like (laughs) taking my whole life into one, you know, not my whole life, but a big kind of like, here's what's happened in my life. So it looks like I might be doing all of that stuff right now. And I'm not. And stuff does happen, as you can imagine, with five kids. It's like, that's an (laughs) understatement of things happening. And so one thing that I love to do, and just you saying the word, you know, my day, one, one thing that has been incredibly powerful in our life is today, letting today be our day. A few years ago, like while I was writing this book, um, one of my kids, I drive carpool. I'm in the car a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, we're in Dallas. And so he turned next to me as we were coming close to his school. And he said to me, why can't we see tomorrow? Do you know why we can't see tomorrow? And I was like, you know, why? I've learned through the years, if a kid asks you a question, that's like a heady question like that, to ask why back instead of try to answer it. And he looked at me and he said, well, we only get to live today's day. And I was like, you're right, because the only day that we get is today. And so we can have stuff from the past breathing down our necks on today, the stuff that's happened, the stuff that hasn't happened, all the pressures of the history, the heavy, the heartache, the expectations and stuff like that. And we can let that breathe in and steal our day today. We can also let tomorrow steal today. Like again, mm. expectations, the even hopes, like good things. And we can have our mind either living in yesterday or living in tomorrow when today is the day that we get. And it's so freeing to live today's day, to respect yesterday and to respect tomorrow, but not let them over inform. And the beautiful thing is that, of course, scripture comes right alongside of that because our Lord, so what do I be overwhelmed by? I'm going to be overwhelmed by my protector and my provider. And my provider gives manna provision, which means provision for today. And it's exactly what we need today. And sadly, it's not more than we need, but greatly, it's not less than we need. And so it's like, let me live today's day, which I'm just going to tell you sounds sounds so like matter of fact or captain obvious, but so often I don't (laughs) think we do, you know, and we let these things steal from us. And so I can tell you, as I'm sure most of your listeners, this has been a year. Um, Mm -hmm. It's been heavy. 2021 has started. It's not, and, and we're still having these things come into 2021 that, um, that are still heavy. And it's like, let the past be the past, let the future be the future, and let's live today's day. And in that, we can live lighter, we can live with freedom, we can live in certainty, being overwhelmed by the fact that the one whose name is Elroy sees us, he sees it all, and he's got it covered. And he goes before us, behind us, above us, and below us. And we can freely walk in today's day and live it. And I do think if we can do that, laughter comes into the picture, which is really nice. I mean, if you can just laugh at some of this stuff, it feels so much better. And um, it dials it dials it all down and it allows you to actually walk um, in purpose and freedom that we can't when we're hindered by the things of yesterday and, and tomorrow. Great advice from Kay. And you want to make sure to come back after the commercials to hear more from her. I'm Kay Wyma, and my music pick for Soul H2O Radio is This Is The Stuff by Francesca Bettistelli. I lost my key. 
it is just about that moment and kind of the, the fleshy things, if you will. And that's kind of what's missing in, you know, mainstream or secular music, whereas the Christian music, artists are vulnerable and they write a song. It's so much more about what's life-giving and breathing and just trying to give honor and glory to God. Good music, good conversation, good company. Faith Strong Today's Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. Weekdays at 5 p.m. right here on Joy. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Well, I am back here with the wise Mrs. Wyma, Kay Wyma. Uh, glad to have you back here. If you can share with the audience, you know, a Bible study tool or tip, something that just helps you in your devotions. Okay, so one thing I do, and I love doing it, um, when I hit in any part of scripture where it says, and the Lord God said, I have purchased a blue highlighter and I highlight all the words that come after that. Just like Jesus's words are red lettered in the New Testament. I thought it'd be mm-hmm. fun to see what it looks like, what God speaks audibly through people and himself. And so that's my my little tip or tool that I, I really enjoy. It's a blast. Try it. <laughs> That's really a good one. And how about your favorite Bible verse or one that's speaking to you lately? Well, this one speaks often and absolutely speaks into overwhelmed. And that is Isaiah 26, 3. And it says, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Mm. That totally goes along with our discussion today and and how if we get our our thoughts off of the overwhelm, and put them on God and his truths, as your book talks about, that it will change everything. And so your book talks about really these four different sections of, or more, but I'm, I'm thinking for our purposes today, but you talk about how God's uh, purpose can bring overwhelm, uh, purpose rather than all the endless performance pressures provision instead of worry and anxiety, belonging rather than fighting to fit in, and hope over the trappings of this world and more. So let's talk about purpose, okay? The overwhelm of, uh, you know, people pleasing, which is something my personality struggles with. So how can we really understand that truth from God's perspective? Okay, so the world will tell you that you are only okay if you're only okay if you do these certain things, or you're only okay if you're being a certain way. And what God's truth says to you is that you are okay because he made you okay. And he gave a lot mm-hmm. to make you okay, which is what righteousness if, is defined as made okay. And to, and mm-hmm. in each one of us, so it's like, take off the performance, put on the purpose. And the purpose is this, in each person, he has woven unique gifting and purpose. It's only yours. Like it's a part of him woven within you that is yours. And and we can live in complete freedom and the joy of tapping into that purpose that you were created to do. And um, there's, there's freedom in that versus being held as a prisoner to performance. And, and so- that's really what that's about. 
That is so good. And and when we can get that truth into our minds, it, it just changes everything. Um, this year has been full of worry, fear, anxiety to the max. It, it I've never seen it like this before. Yeah. And I knew that our world was increasing with anxiety. But in oh. your book, you talk about instead of all that, think about God's provision and the truth of his provision. Mm-hmm. So if you can speak into that. Yeah, so anxiety, it, it tricks us. It's, again, telling us that um, that we have to be afraid. It plays off of fear. And so even as we jump into this stuff, and overwhelm comes on us as a feeling, like you actually feel it. It's heavy. And so if you can sit in that moment, call it out, and ask the question, why? Like, what is it that's making me feel this way? And if it's the anxiety, get to the bottom of it. Why am I anxious? Am I anxious mm-hmm. because if, you know, I have to do something? Am I anxious because I'm afraid I'm going to be hurt? I'm going to be left out. I mean, it's like, call it out yourself, call it out with your friends next to you, and then reframe it with truth. And so often we can let fear be based by afraid of the world, or we can take our fear and put it in place of fear of God, which fear of God isn't afraid. It's awe and wonder. And we can go to that place to be able to let him inform our fears. I am safe because he says I'm safe. I am known Mm -hmm. because he says I'm known. I am okay because he's made me okay. And, And the great thing about all these truths, if you look at the names of God, they're almost answered. I mean, he has multiple names and all of these things are yeah. covered in his name. Um, I belong. Uh, he goes before me. It's like um, he is the I am. And so that's a really fun exercise to do when we feel these anxieties to go to the place of the one who is our source. So good. Um, in your book, you talk about that struggle within us. And I, I don't know, guys do have, feel this too. But I think as girls, it's kind of heightened for us. But that feeling that we want to fit in and that struggle of feeling like we don't and how understanding we belong with God. Yeah. I think it's one of those things. And rather than handing over our self-worth and our identity to a group or to uh, any type of performance, because your group can be people that you're involved with. It can be like for my kids, I have a senior in high school, so everybody's looking at his GPA. So he could hand over his self-worth to a number or a letter. And it's sort of like, we, we do not have to do that. We can go a bit further and a bit deeper to the significance of us belonging to God because he says these words. Because, you know, Isaiah, I think, is such a great book woven with so many truths. In Isaiah 43, he says, you are mine. He says, I mm-hmm. see you. I know you. And it's like, go to the fact that you do belong, that he's claimed you, that he has said you are his. And, um, and then dare, you know, ask him, I told my kids this morning, I think the hard part is that we don't believe and we can ask him to open our eyes and soften our hearts to be able to believe and know that he is true. Kay, there is so much in your book, so much we could talk about, but we are out of time. (laughs) People are going to have to get your book, not the boss of us putting overwhelm in its place in a do-all, be-all world by Kay Wills-Wyma. Kay, thank you so much for sharing your wit, your wisdom, and uh, love to have you back when you do release that new book. Oh, thank you so much, Sherry. And the one thing I love that you do is you make it known that we're in this together. 
And so thank you so much for doing that because we're not alone and you really Mm -hmm. hit that home. So thanks so much for having me. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for episode 52 of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. Remember to check out today's show notes for deeper insights and links to Kay's site and books. Praying you stay planned out this year, not hastily hurried, so you can feel blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.